of complete and total isolation over here at the Beerens HQ. And today we bring you beauty. And stuff. Oh, I did that wrong. I'm Sylvia. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> this is beauty. And stuff. <laughs> there we go. So obviously, um, Eric and I record this podcast remotely to begin with, so that doesn't really stop anything. But Eric is now running a full-on family education center at her home so we brought um our beloved guest jordan back this week to uh kick off our very first quarantine episode of beauty and stuff welcome thank you and thank you for the uh outpouring of support a lot of fans out there so modest so many fans um i'm really excited to have jordan here today because i have been holding back a diagnosis from him about himself for about a month and a half now, I guess, since the last time you were on the show. And today we're going to reveal what that is. Okay. Um, I've said to you before, it's not life-threatening and it's not embarrassing. Otherwise, it'd be a real jerk move of me to withhold for so long. Well, like not much could be more life-threatening than what's going on now. So. Exactly. So it's le- it's less worse than, than that. Um, but first, I thought we'd get started a little bit with, obviously, the topic at hand is that we're... In self-isolation, you've been fully working from home for two weeks now. That's correct. I already work from home. We've got a pretty good setup going on. Yes. Took a little bit of uh, fandangling the first couple days, but uh, I get the upstairs, you get the downstairs. Yeah. We're very lucky to have a little bit of space. We're not oozing space, but we've got enough. One tip that I think is really helpful for people if they're at home and they're like trying to navigate working from home and you don't maybe have like the right setup or desk or whatever, I'm not sure if Ikea is still open or not. I haven't heard that they're closed, but Ikea will actually do um, their version of like click and collect. So when you had to get your desk upstairs, we did it online and for five bucks, you can get it delivered to like the special counter. And I only encountered one person the whole time I was there picking up your desk. Yeah. In and out one door. I think you could easily respect social distancing rules picking up a desk. It's probably a good uh, thing to take advantage of anyway, because IKEA can be pretty irritating to be in. Yeah, five bucks to not have to like waste nine hours of your life in an IKEA it seems worth it in the first place, unless you're there for the meatballs, in which case, go live your best life, obviously. Get those meatballs in you. But we're in very weird times. I think um, we obviously living in Toronto, it's gotten kind of scary here so we're being like pretty vigilante style in our social distancing well we're not being vigilantes what's the definition of a vigilante well i think it's when you take like the law into your own hands (laughs) it's not like we're yelling at people for being too close to each other we should well the skater kids there's a skate park right by our house and it has been i would say the last two days have been better but like a couple days ago 30 people in that skate park at least like wild and you want to go over and yell at them like i get this really sucks but as my grandma said anything you do right now besides following the rules is selfish and so it's really weird but in the midst of this we've actually had really packed social schedules digitally yes almost too much (laughs) we have literally friday and saturday went back to back to back to back 
FaceTime or there's an app called House Party that we're using now or Zoom. And like last night we sat at the dining room table and had dinner with our friends and just like caught up and hung out. It was supposed to be games night. Zero games were played. Yeah. It, it was so packed the last couple of days that I have a two hour nap today. Yeah. It was, it's got, things have gotten crazy. Um, what's, your, what's been your favorite app that we've used for digital connection if people are like looking for a way to stay in touch with people? Uh, well, I don't know. Like, I think the standard ones. Well, but like house parties, one we just learned about. I don't care for house parties. Oh, you don't? I, no, if I'm being honest. Oh, why not? Well, because if there's only three people on the call, it splits your screen up in a weird way and you can't reconfigure the tiles. Um, right. So they're vertical three panels rather than like nice yeah. squares. It is a bit of a weird viewpoint. I, if think, you have two... I think Zoom is the best personally. Yeah. And you well, can, and you can also do fun virtual backgrounds. And for people who don't know about what Zoom is, because we know about Zoom because we have a lot of virtual meetings, but if you're kind of new to the video call space, Zoom is a free tool. There's some paid features, but I think they've opened it up for everything now. And it's like a great way to have co- like conversations with people through video if you have a lot of people on a chat. Yes. It's a little bit more corporate than like a FaceTime type of thing, but it's um, not as clunky as WebEx. Yeah. And it's like, there's an app on your phone. There's a, You can use it on your computer. Our gym has been doing virtual workouts, which is super fun. So I go to a place called Bomb Fitness and they now do Zoom workouts. So you actually turn on your screen, but you mute your audio. So it actually, like you can see the faces of other people in your class, which I actually think is good for accountability and also that little hit of social interaction. The dog's licking my face. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> might not be here audible um so yeah that's kind of helped us stay a little bit sane like having some cocktails with friends on the internet yeah big time um do we have any other tips or oh <sighs> today jordan complained to me for the first time about his hands being dry from all his hand washing and i was like well I, you need to use some moisturizer and your response was i have I, been I, moisturizing I, 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 how many times? Tell the people how many times you've moisturized. Well, I've done it twice now, <laughs> but at the time of the conversation, just once. So get some moisturizer on your hands because hands are super dry right now. I will say again that Bioderma that I rave about for my face has been a really helpful um, hand cracking cream because wash your hands. If you're not washing your hands a million times a day, you're doing it wrong, but get some moisturizer in there. And you need to moisturize more than once. Like that's not how it works. It's not like... How many times? Like every time you wash your hands. Does that defeat the purpose though of washing your hands? Well, scientifically, I don't know. Okay. Okay, but let's talk this out quickly. Because in theory, when you're washing your hands, the act of washing your hands is what's getting the germs off of your hands, right? So then if you put moisturizer on, it's not like you're locking in germs or something. But if you didn't do a good job of washing your hands, then maybe you are. So, like, maybe you just suck at washing your hands. Maybe. Um, Apparently, you're supposed to sing happy birthday to Oprah twice while washing your hands. That's the appropriate amount of time to wash your hands. To Oprah? Yes. Why not anyone else of your choosing? Well, it could be. Whatever. (laughs) I've heard you should wash your hands to a little bit of Lexus. Annie Murphy song, which I think is really fun. Yeah, but I I don't know if anyone knows the words to that song. Some people do. Or you could learn it. I mean, if you're ever going to learn anything, now's the time. Yeah, I'd probably focus on other things, but uh, to each their own. Yeah. Um, do you want to share your essential Amazon purchase that you bought for the lockdown? Mm. 
Yeah, so I heard that uh, Amazon might start restricting uh, or deprioritizing non-essential purchases so that they can uh, focus on getting um, essentials, whether it be like medical stuff or food or whatever, delivered. So um, uh, God knows when golf courses are going to be opened up again. So I bought this chipping mat that I can put in the backyard uh, so I don't carve up the grass um, while we remain in self-isolation. So I bought one of those. (laughs) And I got two bottles of apple cider vinegar because this is a real revelation and I'm a bit sad to report this news. I've been talking on the podcast a lot about apple cider vinegar and its benefits of de-bloating. And originally I had been using Life Brand pills so I couldn't taste the apple cider vinegar, but then I had run out of those. So I had gone back to doing a shot of apple cider vinegar in the morning mixed with a little bit of water And then Jenny told me about the goalie gummies. So I got on those because they taste really, really good. But guess what? Doesn't work. Apple cider vinegar, like straight up liquid, is the only way to go. There you go. I notice such a difference when I use it and when I'm taking the other ones. And what are those shots like? What would you rather do? A shot of apple cider vinegar or like a shot of like bad tequila? (laughs) Oh, apple cider vinegar for sure. Okay. Well, so someone, we're saying, but I would say it's pretty on par with bad tequila. Yeah, good tequila is not great either. No, that's true. I don't really like tequila at all. Um, but yeah, I think I was a bit disappointed because I really wanted the goalie gummies to work. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking sheer cost and effectiveness, five bucks for a bottle of apple cider vinegar that's going to last you a month, that's cheap. Is this a full one ounce shot? Yeah. Well, what's the, you know the shot glasses we have in the cupboard? Yeah, that's a one ounce here. Uh, aren't those two? No, I think a, an American shot glass is two ounces. Oh my. That's, that's hard on us. If we go across the board and order a drink, Ameri- you're getting twice as much booze? Americans are hard. Oh my. Their beers are soft, but their... Booze sh- are hard. Their shots are hard. Didn't you figure out why you thought their beer was soft? Weren't you watching like a show or something and you like were like, oh my God, that's why American beer is so light. Uh, oh, wasn't about the... It was Prohibition. Prohibition. <laughs> Ken Burns Prohibition. I've been on a bit of a uh, Ken Burns kick lately. However, there used to be like 10 or 12 Ken Burns documentaries on Netflix, and they all came off like in the last couple weeks. So um, I was in the middle of watching the Civil War one. I had one episode left, and uh, it's gone, so now I can't finish it. So, so you don't know how the Civil War ended? I don't. <laughs> you can probably so, find that out somewhere. Yeah. Um, but there's a good one about prohibition and, uh, I think the revel, I I don't know if this is true. I'm trying to remember, but I think, um, basically beer companies could to skirt the rules of prohibition. Um, and the, I think it was the 18th amendment. Uh, if your the alcohol percentage was a certain level, then it could be, um, brewed and sold, but uh, it was super low levels. It was basically like slightly um higher than near beers like under two percent or something like that so i don't i don't know if it's true but my suspicions are um because so much of america's history is uh built around um that that they just always got used to drinking low alcohol percentage maybe some beer historian out there can fact check that one do you think beer historians are listening to beauty and stuff no Kyle Worth is probably the closest, yes. <laughs> and I'm not sure if that he listens, but Courtney does, so maybe she could uh, share this piece of information with <laughs> Kyle and get back to us yeah. on that. That would be really helpful. Yeah. Um, 
And also, if Netflix is listening, please bring Ken Burns back, because if there's ever a time to uh, bring your content back, now's yeah. the time. Well, and then I got watching another one, because there were still a couple that were still on Netflix, and one of them was called The West, and it was about how the West of the U.S. was settled. Real cowboys and Indians type of stuff. Mm. And uh, I got halfway through that one, and it got pulled, too, so now I can't, uh, I can't watch it. I wa- learned about the West through Mary-Kate and Ashley's How the West Was Fun. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you recall their series yeah. of films. It was around the same time as Double Double Toil and Trouble. Exactly. And there was To Grandmother's House We Go. Oh, that was go a Christmas some- one. Oh, you got to go somewhere. To Grandma's House. Yeah. There was another one. Double Double Toil and Trouble was really good. And I often use the phrase, I'll solve any crime by dinner time still. And I don't think you even know what that's from. But no. that was from their mystery series. I've also never heard you use that phrase. I have. Oh, you haven't. Yes, I have. Shall we fight about this on the podcast? <laughs> uh, no, it's not the time and place. Okay, sorry, what was the expression you used? I'll solve any crime by dinner time. <laughs> never heard you say that. <laughs> Maybe I stopped using it because it wasn't uh, resonating. But that's yeah. from their mystery series. Oh, okay. They Spin- were detectives. That's a spinoff? Yeah. Okay. I can't remember what those ones are called all at the same time. Those girls are... Because those other ones were all um, like ABC, made for TV movies, Movies, right? yeah. What was the Olsen twins? I can't remember what it was called, but they were like, they were, I think on maybe Family Channel or something, but then they were also VHSs that you could rent. Mm. Could you buy them too? Probably. <laughs> Shush over there. One thing I forgot about that, um, we, I guess we've gone to Disney. Oh, there's maybe so much more we could have talked about today. We're going to keep this episode a little bit short, but when we went to Disney in January, we met um, a couple, Kevin and Jill, through our friend Ben, um, and we love all of them immensely. Real beautiful human beings inside and out, but, um, and like love Disney as much as we do, so it was pretty Maybe sweet. more. Maybe more. They're yeah. the best. But they, um, Jill reminded me of the Disney VHS tapes that were sing-alongs so you'd like watch these vhs's and it was like famous disney songs with like the bouncing ball it was karaoke okay. that you would do by yourself and jill did it and so did i which is part of what really why i like her so much but it made me realize that's why i know so many obscure disney songs because there are some weird ones in there too okay like of the disney cartoons like um not like the mainstream films do like, you know what i'm saying like ducktales no like there was like the cat who had Cleo had a little bitty fish was one of the songs and it was mm-hmm. about this cat who like tried to eat its pet fish. Okay. Cool. Like one off. Like it would be like Mickey's Steamboat. All right. Like Steamboat Willie. So they're like cartoon shorts? Yeah. Animated shorts? That's right. Any of them ever nominated for an Oscar? Probably. I don't know how that I one with the cat. I think that's wasn't. a pretty pretty new category. Probably. Um, okay. The other thing we've been doing in quarantine is watching House Party. Or sorry, watching Summer House. I had House Party on here. Yeah. Summer House. It might be the best reality show ever made. So to give full credit where credit is due, our friend Dan and Calla. Well, no, it's Dan. Calla just uh, supports him emotionally in his love of these shows. Yeah. Dan told us about Summer House, and he's like, you have to watch Summer House. And we're like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then I had flown to Halifax... And I started watching Summer House by myself thinking that Jordan wouldn't want to watch it. And then when I came home, you scolded me and said, why did you start this show without me? Yeah. And one episode in and you were hooked. It's great. Talk about your favorite 
parts of the show. Um, okay. Without spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, just so everyone knows the general gist of the show, it's uh, these working professionals kind of in the age of like mid-20s to mid-30s um, that live in Manhattan and um, they're, they kind of work hard throughout the week and then they rent this house out in the Hamptons and um, just every weekend they drive out there kind of like the equivalent of like cottaging in Muskoka yes. if you for the Ontario listeners um, and uh, anyway so they write this rent this nice house and they basically just get wasted and argue with each other and it's pretty pretty <laughs> hilarious um, some sometimes to the point that uh, on Sundays they get uh, too much of a day drunk going and they can't drive back to the city so they'd get up at like four in the morning and drive back they said what it's like a three-hour drive yeah if there's no traffic but it can be yeah. like five or six hours if there is traffic um and they wake up on monday at four in the morning and drive back uh after they've had enough time to sober up and then just continue with their work week and they just repeat this process for two months straight it's the most enjoyable reality show ever probably because the most of them are so relatable like they all have jobs they're kind of in our age group so you can kind of understand like the hustle and where people are at the drama is definitely uh up there but I just love it. Yeah. There's this one character named Kyle. I have such a big man crush on this guy. He just cracks me up. He actually, speaking of Kyle Worth earlier, they uh, are very similar in their <laughs> their uh, <laughs> ability to want to, as Kyle on Summerhouse says, send it um, when they get an opportunity to... to uh, get, get lit up. Yeah, get lit up. And the other similarities, there's two more, is that this Kyle... Well, they're also both blonde, but this Kyle drunk cleans everything, which is like a really great feature of Kyle Worth, because like if you get to go anywhere with him, you know your home is going to be clean regardless of what's happening around you. You don't even need to help him either. He'd prefer you didn't. No, because you'll do something wrong. And Kyle's mom's name is Jane in both Summer House and in Kyle Worth's life. Yeah. So like they're basically the same person. We're pretty lucky we get our own. Yeah. Um, So Kyle and his girlfriend have now started a drink company called Loverboy because they were like crushing twisted teas on this show and I had to google it because I was like how are these people so hot drinking these things because the twisted tea when I googled it said that in order to burn off one twisted tea you'd have to exercise for like three hours I don't think it was three I think it was one but like that's a lot of time still okay so three you're drinking like six twisted teas a night you got to work out half like for an entire afternoon that seems excessive. Yeah. So they came up with a low calorie, low sugar iced tea. Sparkling hard tea. Is Sparkling what they call hard it. tea. Um, but you can't get it here. You can only get it in the state of New York. So we're going to have to eventually, if we ever get out of this state, get yeah. down there. I looked into shipping some here, but uh, you can't do it. Can, could, if we had a friend who lived there, which we do, could they buy one and send it to us like as a gift? Or can you not ship booze across the border? Mm, I don't know how that works. I suspect that's maybe a bit dicey, though. Plus, it's like a sparkling beverage, so, like, shaking around in the post might yeah. be a stupid thing to do. Okay, we're going to have to just be patient. Also, New York's in full lockdown right now, so, like, I maybe think our, our friends got better things to worry about right now. <laughs> Heather, can you just quickly go grab us a six-banger of Liverpool and send yeah. it in the mail? Okay, we can be nicer than that. Um, but if you haven't watched Summer House... There's four seasons of it. There's never been a better time to do all these things, like binge your favorite shows. But Summer House is wonderful. That's a good one. Um, the other thing we have going on right now is that you got Invisalign. I, that I did. While we've been in lockdown. Sorry, just before. Yes. Um, you got Invisalign. Yeah. 
so the the skinny on this is uh, I never had braces as a kid. My teeth were pretty straight uh, growing up, but uh, probably when I was in my late teens, my um, bottom front teeth started going a little bit uh, a little bit crooked just from like crowding. I don't know if it was because of like how my wisdom teeth grew in or just you know how teeth grow. But at the time I was playing hockey and just assumed uh, I'd probably get my teeth knocked out at some point anyway. So it seemed fruitless at the time to um, get it corrected. Uh, and it also, it's gotten progressively worse over time. Um, so anyway, last time I was at the dentist, I asked about it and then he uh, referred me to an orthodontist. And uh, so yeah, now I have Invisalign. So in my lifetime up until the age of 34 i've been to the orthodontist like hundreds of times probably i've had braces twice i've had like every retainer you could ever imagine this was your very first orthodontist appointment of your entire life was it not that's correct so that's like a pretty good track record and you do have good teeth you're also very lucky that as a hockey player you have all of your teeth that's not yeah that's a that's a plus that's a big plus but it's uh it's kind of cool the way they do it is they don't have to do like that plaster mold thing that they ram in your mouth and you feel like you're gonna gag and throw up all over the place and then it like sucks off and it's like yeah they basically just take this like magic wand and you open your mouth and they just wave it over your teeth and then there's a screen that you can see when they're doing it and it just builds this digital 3d model of um your teeth and then they send um they send that model to like the invisalign labs um and then they basically determine um how many so uh how long it's how long your treatment's going to take and then they basically prefabricate all of the different they call them trays but it's basically like the equivalent of like a a retainer um for your top and your bottom and um uh you change change the tray every two weeks and that's kind of it and you got to wear them for 20 hours a day at a minimum Um, so you can, they just pop out like a normal, like retainer would. And then when you need to eat, uh, or if you want to like have like a a coffee or something, um, one thing that they do that's kind of weird is because it's plastic and plastic, unlike metal braces, doesn't have an ability to like grip onto something and rotate it. They put these like little vampire bumps on your teeth and, um, So they basically just line them up along like the front of your teeth, wherever they need to like, for example, like on the top where my, I always thought my teeth were were pretty straight. My, my molars are actually kind of crooked, so they have to get rotated. And the way they do it is, um, the, each tray has like basically an indent in it, which then hooks onto these little vampire hook things. And that's how it rotates. Um, so when you have the, the, the Invisalign out, it feels really weird because it's kind of like a whole bunch of sharp things uh, kind of like rubbing up against your mm-hmm. lips. But so I think anyway. it's pretty cool. There's like a cool video that they send you to that should show you like if you're actually diligent, how your teeth move yeah. so you can actually like see the shifting of everything. And your bottom teeth were crooked, but your top teeth aren't. But you will see you had to get trays on the top and the bottom in order to like have proper bite alignment and your teeth on the top are going to move a little bit as well. As I just mentioned, yes. Right. Sorry, I had to cough and I think I was worrying about the cough when you said that. I, Bad case of the vid. No, I don't. It's 
it's dry in here. Um, but I think it's pretty cool. And you're very diligent. And you have that like funny thing you get to bite on all the time. Oh, yeah. They give you these chewy things, which kind of looks like a small pool noodle. Like a teeny tiny pool noodle. Yeah. Uh, and it's just basically to make sure. Uh, apparently, it's twofold. One, it makes sure that they're in all the way. And then apparently, like, it stimulates, um, uh, I don't know, like, blood flow to your roots or something, which then helps with um, alignment. Right. So, anyway. It's very uh, so yeah, so I've got these for like six months. And you have an app that you can use to like track your time and stuff, so that you can see how diligent you're being. Yes. Yeah, so when you take them out for a meal, you just hit this button, and then it freezes your time. And then when you're done, you put them back in. You hit the button again, and then it, the clock starts. And you can't really snack anymore. So your orthodontist said you could just start shedding weight. Yeah. So if you're looking for uh, uh, to lose a few lbs and uh, your teeth need some straightening, I suggest <laughs> it. I actually haven't weighed myself, but. Um, Definitely cut out on on snacking. Although when I do take them out, I eat like a maniac. <laughs> you just literally like, are like shoveling food in your it's face. It's like 30, 40 minutes of just <laughs> as much eating and drinking as possible. Yeah. You're not supposed to drink anything other than water with them. Um, and I've definitely had like beers and stuff with them. Um, I haven't noticed any stain no, staining at all. But apparently like drinking hot beverages is bad because it could warp them. Right. Um but coffee or like red wine apparently still stains them really bad. Uh, but yeah, the first couple of days when I, uh, when we were first in quarantine and we were finding ways to pass the time, I was just like hammering like as many drinks as I could in 30 minutes and getting half cut and then <laughs> putting them back in. Yeah. So yes, that's what's been happening over here. Binge eating and, uh, drinking white claw. Oh, I was going to say, sorry, when it comes to summer house. So they switched from twisted tea to white claw before Kyle and Amanda, had Loverboy come out, yeah. but coincidentally, at the time we started watching Summer House was also when White Claw came to Canada, so I was able to get my hands on some, and White Claw hasn't been here for very long, and it is just delightful. It's a good one. It's really good. Uh, it's uh, billed as a sparkling seltzer. But, like, we don't know what that means still, and also, it's not like, it doesn't, it's, so it's gluten-free, there's one gram of sugar in a tall boy, and I think it says it's 140 calories and, like, something carbs, I don't know. Yeah. But then, but we can only find tall boys at our liquor store. So that's what we have. Why would you need anything else? I though? don't know. But you, there's mixed berry, mango, and lime. And there's black cherry. I had one of those last night. Oh, maybe, sorry. Maybe that's what I got, not mixed berry. I think there's only three flavors. Oh. So that's the one you would have had was cherry. Okay. Um, they're so good, but it doesn't say what kind of alcohol it is. It just says alcohol. And apparently in the States, it's a malt liquor, which I don't even know what that means either, but apparently you can't have malt liquor in Canada. So our white claws are not the same. Is that right? Yeah. So when we are finally allowed to go somewhere, maybe we take a quick road trip to New York State and just find some... I need to look up what malt liquor is, because... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like... Someone tried to explain this to me the other day, and I didn't understand. Okay. So I don't know. Cool. Come to beauty and stuff for all your hard-hitting facts on <laughs> alcohol. We never said we were here for that. I'm really happy that you got Invisalign because that's like the first real beauty that you were able to like contribute to beauty and stuff. Look at me go. I'm really proud. There's also something else. I'm going to... Sorry. First, I'm going to tell you about your disease before I go into the other beauty thing that happened to us this week. Okay. Do you want to know what I diagnosed you with? Yeah. Okay. I'll give the listeners some background information. You get very irritated when people chew their food. Loudly, with their mouth open. 
but like chewing loudly sometimes not even with a mouth open like you can hear people chewing food a lot yeah it's an actual thing is it called misophonia oh interesting and you have it so what's the definition of misophonia it's being annoyed by chewing and i think your mom might have it too (laughs) (laughs) reds in the family it might be genetic. I didn't get that far. But I learned about it on an armchair expert. And Kate Hudson was eating an apple. And she's like, oh, whoops, I shouldn't do this because of the people with misophonia. And they go into this whole thing. And I had this light bulb moment. I was like, oh, my God, you have misophonia. Hmm. I feel like I have heightened senses in general because I'm very irritated by the smell of things as well. You have, like, a very What's that strong called? nose. I didn't go into that. I thought one disease at a time was enough oh. for this podcast. This could be like an episode of Charlie Brown where Lucy just diagnoses everyone with all the phobias she knows. Exactly. Of. I'll give you... You have to give me five cents and I'll tell you what's yeah. wrong with you. But I think that's, like, a very accurate thing that happened to you. I've been sitting on this for a while. How do you feel? Um, I feel pretty good about it. Because I feel like now it made me feel kind of better because it's like out of your control. What's it called when uh, someone scrapes their fork on, on the plate? Because that irritates me too. I think that's, maybe, it's your heightened sense of sound. Mm-hmm. I'm like a wolf. <laughs> do they have good noses? They probably do. Uh, I'm sure, great ones. I guess it depends on the wolf. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been sitting on that for a while, and I just thought I should finally share that with you because um, I just think it's really important that you know what you're dealing with. And I think it's nice to know that this disease is something that you share with others, including someone in your immediate family. Okay. Like, I have heard your mom complain a lot about people chewing their food, too. Like, mostly my dad? That's right. <laughs> so, Mer and I share <laughs> being on the receiving end of the misophonia grief. Yeah. So, there you go. All right. Not embarrassing, not deadly. No, but you never know, right? What? If, you know. It's going to kill someone? Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to snap one day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, yeah, so you have misophonia. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. In other COVID news, we've had to really scale back beauty care mm-hmm. outside of the home. Yeah. Like haircuts are off the table. Yeah. Any kind of, like your Invisalign, you were supposed to go in for an appointment this week. He actually phoned you and he's now sending all of your Invisalign in the mail. That's correct. Because you can't go to your orthodontist. I mean, I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. Well, but he probably just wants to check on you. Yeah. He told me that uh, people, males of my age demographic are the worst violators of the rules. And uh, so I think he thought I was going to suck at it, but... When I'm in on something, I'm all in. He also should have called your dentist and asked about your obsession with flossing and getting rave reviews at the dentist. So if he had done some background on you, he would have not worried about you at all. You are a star performer in the oral hygiene department. Water flossing. But I'm saying even before we got the water pick, you were also obsessed with flossing your teeth. And our dentist in particular always tells me how good you are at taking care of your teeth. Yeah, I don't know why they should. I don't think they should be saying that, though. Well, probably not, but they're probably trying to make me better. Yeah. Like, imagine you go into the dentist and uh, the person that they see before, you don't even know. And they're like, oh, person before you was way better. Your their <laughs> oral hygiene was way better than yours. I think that's different than telling you that your husband's way better at oral hygiene than you. Shouldn't, there should be secrets somewhere. Client, patient, <laughs> privilege? Yeah. Doctor, patient privilege? 
they confidentiality. Probably, yeah, they probably have that. Well, you know, like Jordan got that filling done. Might have to slap a lawsuit on him. Maybe. Now you're being a vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be a social quarantine one, but you are for orthodontia. orthodontia? Sure. Okay. Um, anyway, I obviously talk in great detail on this podcast about having hair extensions. And I was supposed to get my hair extensions reinstalled on Thursday, so they'd grown out. It was time to move them up. Couldn't go to the hairdresser. So I turned to the next best thing, my husband. Mm -hmm. So you kind of begrudgingly offered to take my hair extensions out. Agreed. You did not offer. I asked. You agreed. And you had to uh, maybe talk people through the process. Well, it's kind of a intricate, intricate... Intricate there you go. hair system. Uh, there's a lot of like stitches, and there's these like little metal clamp things that are like uh, a circle that are clamped down with pliers to keep everything in place. So I had to go along and basically snip all of the stitches out of the different pieces of hair, and then I had to take pliers <laughs> and basically bend these m- circular metal things. Did you say that they're fishing tackle? I think so. Okay. They have something to do with fishing, but I don't know anything about fishing, so I don't know what to tell you. I know a little bit about fishing, and none of these things look familiar. As far as <laughs> well, they might have been bent out of shape. May, who knows? Um, anyway, so yeah, it took a while. It took like probably a good 30 minutes yeah. to get it all out. Well, that's because it was your first time. Also, we didn't know where our needle nose pliers were, so I don't know what kind of pliers we were you using. The ones that aren't needle nose. Yeah, so they were like a bit more flat on the top. So I think if you had a needle nose plier, you could have whipped through that. Maybe. I I have since located the needle nose pliers. I uh, yeah, I I heard I heard that they were found. But I would say this. I was thankful that you did it. It didn't take as long as I thought it would have, but also you said oops every time you pulled something out of my hair. Well, I thought that'd be funny. Well, it funny is not funny when it's your weave getting pulled out of your head I did end up laughing at the end because then I realized you were joking but the first couple oopses when you were holding scissors in your hand were a bit unnerving um yeah if we could just go go back to uh like people not getting being able to like get their hair cut and stuff now like I saw people in like basically like I would say this past Monday was probably day one for a lot of people of like full isolation whatever day that was like March 15th or 16th. Yeah. Um, I saw people getting like wives giving like their husband's haircuts like the next day. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, that's full on panic unless they were just fully overdue for a haircut. Right. But like, where's anyone going right now? No, nowhere. And Tier- well, Tierney said yesterday that she's um, a frequent delayer of rebooking her hair appointments and she was on, like needed a haircut. Oh. So she was like, Dean might have to cut my hair. Oh. So like... Maybe they just panicked because it was like... I'd like to watch that. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I think Dean could do a pretty good job on her hair. Yeah, he used to have uh, very good long flowing hair. Yeah. He actually wanted you to grow yours out. You missed that part of our Zoom drinks last night. Oh. But yeah. I told him that your hair grows up, not down, so... <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's not it's like... just full Kramer. Full Kramer. Up. You don't yeah. have the same luscious... Your hair is excellent, but Dean's just goes into a flow where yours just goes into a fro. I don't know if my hair is excellent, but it's it's manageable. Yeah, and you can style it very nicely. But okay. I would say the nice thing is is that now without a weave, and you don't really have to root your hair, you're on a lot of video calls still, day in and day out. Yeah. Oh, another good tip for people that are working from home for the first time, 
is get yourself ready in the morning like you're yes. going to the office. That's a good point. Do your hair. If you're going to be on video calls, you know, do your normal routine of like face hair care. Also makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. It totally does. Like Friday and Saturday, I actually put makeup on to like go on our video calls with our friends and it felt great. I still had tights on, but I put like a sweater yeah. on and it felt really nice. I read an article that it said... Uh, um, if you're having a tough time adjusting to working from home to wear shoes because you wouldn't, you wouldn't work in your socks at the office. That's really true. I bet you some people are wild and do that. It's like people mm-hmm. on flights, they just take their shoes off the minute they get to their desks. Savages. Yeah. Um, it's true, though, and I really like shoes, so maybe I should start doing that. I don't wear shoes when I work from here. I don't know if I need you clunking around this house, so you're kind of a heavy walker. I'm and a... Our, house, our house creaks like a son of a bitch anyway. <laughs> it's true. Both of those are true things. I've actually had to been doing my virtual workouts in the backyard, even though it's been kind of cold, because like, this is not an age of house you can just jump around in. Yeah, it might just collapse. It's like a house of cards. Yeah. Um, but, I could, but I've been wearing a slipper from time to time. Oh, that's good. But I do think, like, remember last year I did the finery challenge with Brooklyn Decker? Mm-hmm. And that was all about getting dressed every day for a month. And <clears throat> yeah. truly, you do feel better. Yeah. If you actually, like, put a bit of effort. Like, I have, have found that doing my hair, I've been doing my hair even though my extensions are gone. Putting makeup on feels kind of wasteful because I'm like, that costs money. Okay. For nobody. But it's for yourself, though, no? I guess. I don't know. I don't know how much makeup costs. I guess I don't I, use I don't that much makeup. My understanding is it's not free. That's right. They don't just give it to you because they're like, you could look better. Please put this on. Although that would be nice. Um, But maybe you're right. It's more for you than anybody else. So, yeah. And then the other thing I will say about the times that we're in. So, like, lots of people are dealing with lots of canceled trips and, like, busted plans and being super bummed that they're lives are just like completely upended and we had a trip we were going to go on and I had to call our travel insurance company and I spent like an hour and a half on the phone waiting for someone and when I finally got through I asked if people had been being nice to her and she said no and she said I'm like the first person that people are talking to after you know saving up to go on vacations and like they're so sad but I think we all have to like cut everyone a little bit of slack right now and be kind to the people you run into if you are like grocery shopping or whatever and like don't go out if you don't have to. Respect the rules. There's apparently a lot of young people getting sick too, so we just need to like give ourselves a little bit of a breather. And don't yell at the people who are yeah. answering the phones just because you're ticked off. It sucks, but it sucks even more for them too. And They're still at work. Yeah, everyone's situation's a little bit different too, so if you think that your situation's kind of going for a shit, there's a good chance there's a lot of, well, there's a lot of people whose situation's probably even worse. So Totally. So be nice to each other yeah. and call your friends. That's one of the nice things. Like yesterday, we talked to so many of our friends that, you know, we have moved a bunch. So we have a lot of friends in different places anyway. And just like talking to our friends has been really nice. Yeah. Instead of texting. It's nice to hear someone's voice. And see their face. Yeah. See people's faces. Call mm-hmm. people. It's a nice thing to do. Don't hoard toilet paper. And so on and so forth. I think that was everything on the list. Disease reveal was the second thing on the list. I think Mop licked my post-it note. I think so, too. Everything's very <laughs> smudged. Walk your dog, play with your dog, send videos of your dog. If people don't have a dog, to pet on their own. Be nice to each other. Oh, sorry. Two quick 
things to, to mention for people to check out when they're done listening to this episode. Okay. Jenny, who's a beloved guest of this podcast, mm-hmm. started her own podcast called This Is It Actually. And the first episode is up and it's incredible. And Jenny is someone who's like an amazing storyteller and she has a beautiful way with words and also just has a voice you could listen to forever. She used to do voiceover for Cribs, if that's any indication of how great her voice is. Um, anyway, she has a podcast called This Is It Actually. And the first episode is about, um, the first episode is called This Is My Mom Is Dead Actually. And it's just a really like beautiful heartfelt and still funny and honest um recounting of when her mom passed away and other people have actually like called in and left messages and stuff for her too that are part of it and it's really cool so she's going to cover all kinds of different topics um but it's really good she almost sounds like npr it's really good tight i haven't listened to it yet but i'll have to uh yeah i'm excited 16 minutes it's really good that's very digestible very digestible it's like, how long are we at this for? Oh, we're at 40. You agreed to only 30, so I've got you for 10 minutes longer than you even signed up for. Does anyone even want to hear this? Hopefully. And if not, they're not going to listen to it. Um, and then the other thing that I want to talk about very quickly is that um, our company, Canadianity Content Studios, that I own with Jonathan Torrens and Jeremy Taggart, we had filmed a bunch of pilots last year, and the model of our business is that we shop our pilots around to brands. And because the world's in lockdown right now we thought we'd share our pilots so we launched um episode one of a show called canadian classics where jeremy who is the former drummer of our lady peace put together a band so it's the trues tara lightfoot alex st kitts um and robin hatch and they did a cover of lost together by boo rodeo and then um a show called who do you think i am so madison tevlin is a friend of mine and she is a young girl with down syndrome and she was tired of being stereotyped and her and i had a conversation about this one day and it occurred to us that lots of people walk around with stereotypes so jenny and i actually got to make the show together which was super fun um and episode one of who do you think i am is out so you can catch those on uh twitter if you go to my Twitter account at Sylvia Behrens, you'll see all of them, or on Instagram at Sylvia Behrens as well too. You can check all of those out, and then we have another show with Jonathan Torrens and Mark Ford coming out next week as well, which is super funny called The Campfire. So we're just putting our content out in the world for people to enjoy while they could use a little cheering up. It's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. So doing your part. Doing our part. Um, well, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. It was, Anytime. Really, it was really where, hard to track you down. Where am I going to be? <laughs> Either here or up there. Exactly. Not too far away. I'd be in the backyard chipping golf balls. Well, yeah, it's going to be hard to get you now, so I'm glad I caught you before yeah. you hit it big time. Um, well, thanks for coming, dear. You're welcome. I'm Sylvia. And I'm Jordan. And this was Beauty. And Stuff. Goodbye. Goodbye.